0: Let's bring in our next guest, and that's Jason Helstein, a Managing Director and Head of Internet Research at Oppenheimer. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you. All right, so we're talking Google Alphabet, hitting all-time highs. It looked like it was a blowout quarter, you got ad revenues increasing, uh, total acquisition costs maybe not as much as the street expected, headcount increase, but they're able to manage all these rising costs, right?
1: Yeah, look, I think the takeaway here was the search business did better than expected, even if you kind of adjust for the comps. So on a two-year basis, search accelerated. Um, you know, the narrative was that more businesses are kind of trusting the machine learning in Google to tell them or to tell them w- what is working. Um, now, there's no question that you have a tailwind. This is a company that's definitely exposed to reopening. Lots of local businesses use them, right? Physical businesses. Um, you also have the whole IDFA which is a headwind for others, a tailwind for them. We can talk about that in more detail, but no question, search it better. And then YouTube was actually a bit worse. Um, again, even if you, they, they tried to blame comparisons, but even if you adjust for comparisons on a two-year average, um, YouTube decelerated. But, you know, look, that is the benefit of having a diversified business.
0: Yeah, and if you look at the, uh, you know, the ad revenue and the generation, maybe some of the privacy issues from the iOS, they don't really seem to affect Google Alphabet as much as maybe some of the other competitors uh, in social space, like Snap and Facebook Meta. Is this one of those areas where they can continue to gain market share uh, as far as that uh, digital ad spend?
1: In the short term, yes. Um, it's you know we do think Meta will probably have a solution by you know in the next month or so, maybe by the end of the first quarter. Um, you know, Snap is probably going to take longer. Um, probably pins as well so you know this is definitely going to be a tailwind for at least a few more quarters i don't know if it's going to be you know a forever tailwind um but but it, it's definitely benefiting them right now on our math um you know alphabet kind of in in advertising basically hit record market share in 2021 with about 45 and a half percent of global um or uh, uh internet advertising um and, and look this was a company kind of pre covid was barely gaining any more share, it was kind of maturing. So the question I think, and we don't know yet, is just going to be how much of this is just, you have this IDFA temporary tailwinds, you've got reopening tailwinds for them, um, You know versus you know has there been a structural change where more advertisers are shifting more budget to them because their machine learning just does a better job than maybe with other platforms?
0: Yeah, and everybody's reliant on a lot of the data that they uh, collect on that uh, side of it. But if you look at maybe some of the risks here, Jason, uh, moving forward, we saw some softness in uh, YouTube that you mentioned, also in cloud. They're really ramping up the investments there, but it seems like they have a backlog. Are there any areas here where they might be susceptible moving forward?
1: Yeah, I mean, like YouTube has definitely been part of the bull case. the the whole connected TV video ecosystem is really you know kind of coming along, right? Um COVID accelerated the use of smart TV, connected TV, cutting the cord. So I just think there's more competition for YouTube. Um, again, if you look at the growth they put up, we're still up 25%. So it's still quite robust. This may not be like a 30% growth business, but you know, if they can kind of grow at 20% plus, that's plenty given you know where the stock is valued in the market. Um, on cloud, um, look, they grew 45%. Um, there was no slowdown relative to third quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's, it's hard, even if you win a bunch of clients in the fourth quarter, just through the holidays, you may not be actually able to get them live. So um, the bookings number, which they gave out, was a 51 billion backlog, up 71%. So I think that's pretty bullish for the next 12 to 18 months for their cloud business. Um, you acknowledge they, they did, you know, the margins um, were worse um and as they are investing in growth but i think the market's okay with that because this is definitely a business once some a client joins or customer joins they're, they're likely to stay and so you do make that you know money back over time on the client investment side so yeah i mean they are the third cloud player i think there's a big question of uh, you know h- you know how you know how they are able to build it you know um can it be valuable when i look at the, how we value google or alphabet on the sum of the parts if we're valuing um you know search and youtube we call it 1.7 billion dollars we're only carrying uh, gcp google cloud at 300 billion so the point is could this be you know a 500 billion dollar business 750 billion someday it's possible so look it's early days Uh, investors love new legs of growth right like new legs of the stool Mm -hmm. um they like businesses that have more than one growth driver I do think at least for the you know short term that investors will remain bullish on google cloud
0: yeah do you think that um that impact from the investment that they're making on the on the cloud side um can be offset continued by that uh, increasing ad digital ad revenue uh where they can compete with the top two as far as the google google cloud business because they're making investments for the long term i get that But at the same time at what cost is it going to be with wages rising rising and inflationary pressures
1: yeah i mean really with google cloud it's more of you price it lower to get a client on and then once and then you 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 pay you you give them resources you try to help them you know migrate their data and activate using your cloud right once you've done that those are one-time costs so uh, i think the market understands that and so i think the markets okay with that Look, look, when you go back to the core advertising business, search inherently is still one of the highest margin businesses on the planet. Today. Yeah, it's just an incredible margin business. Margins are probably in the 70s percent or something. Right. So the reality is that gives them a lot of money to invest in other areas. We think that their goal is still to you know target kind of core earnings growth around 20 percent. And so they'll spend, you know, as much excess out of the advertising business to drive. The cloud business, and still try to hit that 20%. Um, you know, we still expect they'll continue to buy back shares. That helps drive earnings growth. Um, you know, we're already assuming kind of a an 18% tax rate in our model. You know, so already kind of assuming that over time, like taxes, kind of you know are, are a bit of a headwind. So, look, we think the stock is set up really well. Again, the biggest risk, I think, is just that this is a company that wasn't really gaining share pre-COVID they, you know, they lost share in 2020, they gained a lot of share back in 2021, mm-hmm. and then just uh, can the market uh, have realistic expectations about their ad share, right? Which is that, you know, maybe they grow, they, they gain some share, a little share in 22, but after that, like, it's more of a flat share gain or relative to other large digital advertising companies.
0: Yeah, and I think that total addressable market as far as digital ad spend uh, hasn't even cracked yet, and will continue to grow, and that should eventually help Google Alphabet moving forward and be uh, allow them to actually uh, continue to invest in their other uh, growth areas that are maybe fur- further out in, in duration. So, do you see that total addressable market as far as digital ad spend, where they can really pinpoint uh, the consumer and the end point uh, being the driver for Google over the next uh, maybe three to five years?
1: Yeah, i mean look i think people believe over the very long term digital will be 100 right i mean yeah you know i mean we're already seeing the migration of like print services to digital we talked about how like tv is going streaming so 2020 was the year that we think globally ex china advertising went over 50 percent digital it was like 53 we think you know the numbers aren't fully out but we think in 2021 about 64 60 about 64 percent was digital right so and then maybe this year you're 70%. So the reality is, you know, a lot, you, you've already crossed the chasm, right? Right. And so there's definitely macro is going to play a bigger role. Like if global economies continue to grow, look, inflation is actually good for advertising, right? Yeah. Because for most companies, sales and marketing is a percent of revenue. And so if revenue is growing faster because you're raising prices, you know, you, you'll generally spend more on marketing. And then the, just the question is, for digital companies, while they do have headcount and you have inflation there, you think things over time, um, you know, like servers and, and chips right now, there's inflation in chips, but over a long time, servers and, and, and kind of office space, things like that actually are less, less inflationary. So um, we do think inflation ends up being a positive for these companies over the long term. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, inflation is here, Jason, that's for sure. Uh, and I saw that you raised your price target from 3500 to 3560 So you guys were already right on that side of it. All right. Great stuff, Jason. Uh, appreciate you being here today.
1: Thanks for having me. Take care.
0: All right. That's Jason Hellstein, a managing director and head of Internet research at Oppenheimer.